How do you get rid of pain? You don't. You allow yourself to feel it. The body shifts energy for survival. Once you understand it, you make it your friend so that it teaches you a lesson rather than hurts you. And then you grow. Pain is a necessary inconvenience. This quote is the topic um, of discussion for this evening. Um, As you can tell, I uh, am without my better half. Um, She suggested that I record tonight some feelings um, and some things that I've been going through this week. Um, just kind of as a, as a solo, um, a solo podcast and one that I could just kind of take some time and talk about, about the things that I've been, I've been struggling with, um, backtrack just a little bit Tuesday night. Um, we were driving home from an awesome dinner with some great friends and we were talking as we do about, you know, certain things and, um, just about life in general. And, um, there were some things that were brought up, frustrations of, um, some things that we'd read throughout the day, um, on some of the various groups that we're part of. And one of them, um, I, I began to talk to her about, and I won't, and I won't, um, I won't bring it up here on the podcast. Um, I have posted it on our group page, I believe. Um, but it really kind of, it, it really bothered me. And I will tell you that it was a, it was an excerpt from the handbook that, um, is part of the church leadership and talking about, you know, people who have, have left the hurt, left the church, um, more specifically people that are part of apostate groups and such. And, um, you know, I, I am, I, I am, um, you know, part of some of those communities of people that are, um, you know, in these transitionary periods. Um, I don't know, some may, you know, refer to them as apostate and some of them may not. Um, but the specific, um, the specific excerpt really, really started to cause me to think about some things and, and, you know, one thing led to another in terms of processing this information. And I got incredibly, incredibly triggered, um, to the point that I became incredibly argumentative. Um, I became really touchy and um, touchy in the way of like, you know, irritated um, just about several of the things that had happened earlier that night. And, and I allowed those emotions, the things that I was feeling to kind of dictate how I chose to act and respond. So that night I went to bed, um, very upset and, um, but also kind of giving myself some time to think about how I was going to choose to process this information. Um, I tend to be a very reactionary person. And so I wanted to think, um, before really talking, which I think is, is okay to do. 
Um, we need to allow ourselves sometimes that, that ability to stop and maybe not talk, um, to give ourselves some time to think about, um, you know, think about where we're at and think about how, um, we can choose to process that information. Um, so the next day was a very quiet day. Um, when I got home from work, um, Brandy and I really didn't talk too much. Um, she was irritated. Um, I was irritated. And that night I took my son to basketball practice and I sat out in the car, um, when I dropped him off and, and I just, I just cried. Um, all of the feelings that had come as a result of not just the night before, but I think a lot of the, the pain and the frustration that I have felt about a great many things um, kind of came to a head. And I, you know, I, I, I went to my, my support groups that I am a part of and, you know, posted a, a post, um, a very vulnerable post about uh, my feelings, my thoughts and where I was at. And um, I have been very lucky and blessed to have the support and the um, kind words that have been spoken um, to me as a result of of this post and I've had several people reach out privately. Um, I've been able to talk to a very, very good friend of mine over the phone and I kind of wanted to, you know, first of all, express thanks to those, um, to those of you that, um, that, you know, are a part of our group and are a part of this in general. And, um, I think that we all can help each other. And, but the, the topic that I really kind of wanted to get to tonight was, was this aspect of pain. Um, you know, and I don't know if we've talked about this on a previous episode or not, but, um, how, how do we allow ourselves to feel that pain? Um, it's, it's kind of a foreign concept. Um, because, you know, throughout our lives, we're kind of just taught that you, I don't know, some, some are taught to, you know, just avoid that pain. Don't look at it. Um, don't feel it. Just, you know, sweep it under the rug. Um, others are a little more, you know, uh, pragmatic when looking at it in terms of being willing to allow themselves to sit with that pain. And that's kind of where I feel like we have to, we have to go with this is embracing it. Um, a quote from Kenji Miyazawa, he said, we must embrace pain and burn it as fuel for our journey. And so I kind of want to tell a quick story of when I first made the decision to stop going to church. And I remember I was feeling a, a crazy amount of, of fear. I was very nervous for how, what that looked like. 
um, what Sundays, Sunday mornings were going to look like with Brandy and the kids. Um, my biggest fear was not so much that I wasn't going to be going to church anymore, but it was just how she was going to respond to it and how, um, how my kids were going to respond to it. And I felt very, very apprehensive about, about that. Um, one of the biggest reasons why I had been going to church for probably a good few years before that, um, was just that, you know, I needed to just be there for, for her and the kids. Um, which I think is, is fine. And I think is a, uh, is a noble, a noble, um, sacrifice, but it was beginning to wear on me to the point that it was becoming very unhealthy. Um, because I was not trying to focus on my needs. And so I remember speaking to a friend about this and he had been talking to me about, um, in rehab that he had, had been a part of that they had talked about embracing that pain, sitting with that pain, uh, allowing that pain to almost become a familiar face and, and developing even a relationship with that pain. And I was kind of taken back by that. And so I decided to try to figure out how I was, I was to do that. And so, um, a day soon after I had decided I wasn't going to go to church anymore, um, you know, before the next Sunday was coming up, I, I had some time to sit alone and, and kind of meditate. And I remember thinking, okay, I'm going to allow myself to feel this pain. And I was like, but how do I do this? You know, do I be like, Hey pain, come on. You know, or like, do I just focus my energy into where I'm feeling that pain? And I'm a very visual person. And so I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to, you know, close my eyes, get into like a kind of a meditative state. And then I'm going to have to look at pain and this fear as a monster. Okay. Um, as, as this thing, this object, this uh, creature and allow myself to, to sit with that. And so I imagined this, you know, what this looked like, how this fear looked like, what this pain looked like. And, and I, I, I conjured up this, you know, kind of image of what this monster was in my head. And, and it came towards me. And I remember my first reaction was to avoid it, right? Oh, here it is. And, and I, I, I stopped myself and I said, no, I need to hang on just a minute. I need to remember what I'm trying to do here. And so I stopped and I allowed it to get close to me enough to where I could see it. Okay. And I sat there for probably what felt like an eternity. It may have been just a matter of minutes, but, um, just staring at this creature and this pain. And as I did so, the, the big shadowy nature of this creature, this, you know, hugeness of this monster that was so intimidating began to dissipate. Um, and it, it dissipated to the point that eventually it became kind of a reflection of myself because this pain, this fear had been something that I had created for inside of myself. 
and then I was, I got to the point that I was able to embrace this, this fear. Imagine myself as if I was holding this fear and allowed it to become a part of me and all visually through, you know, it's just really having to focus on, on, on each, each aspect of this and taking it step by step. But when I did so, when I was able to stop and I was able to feel this, um, I remember very distinctly the feelings of apprehension, of fear, of nervousness. They, they diminished quite a bit. I won't say that they went away entirely because I think it's, it's something that those feelings still kind of would be there. And, but it was interesting because the nature of my apprehension, the nature of my fear wasn't so much of like, are my kids going to hate me? Is Brandy going to be so mad at me that she doesn't want to be with me anymore? Are the, are my kids going to look down on me? Are people in the, in the ward going to shun my family? Um, all of those fears kind of went away and it was more fears that were just of a, of a practical nature. Like, oh, I really hope the kids are good for her. Um, you know, I hope she is able to get to, you know, get to church safely and get home safely. And, you know, but the, the, those, those, that apprehension, that, that fear was more of just a, Hey, like, yeah, I just hope you get there. Okay. And hope you get home. Okay. And, but the feelings of, worthlessness associated with not being there or the feelings of, you know, deep rooted emotion were, were kind of, were kind of, they kind of disintegrated. So for me, that's something that worked for that specific instance. Now I know that it may not work for everybody in that way. Um, and it may not even be applicable or work like that in, in some other situations. For me, this situation, it worked. Um, but my point tonight is just, to, is just to kind of bring that up, is to talk about our nature as, as humans. We, we, we want to avoid pain, right? It's a, it's a survival thing, right? The, the pain comes, it's dangerous, and we want to run from it. Um. But when, when these kinds of moments arise, when we feel alone, when we feel scared, when we feel upset, when we feel nervous, when we feel afraid, when we feel sad, um, many, of these, many of these feelings and many of these emotions are not, are, are not due to a, an actual threat to our survival, right? Um, some may be, and obviously those are some that we need to take in a, in a different way. But I think sometimes these things that we want to avoid, um, some people may turn to, you know, drugs. Some people may turn to alcohol. Some people may turn to, um, you know, uh, video games or, you know, being on their phone all the time to try to numb that and try to avoid those feelings. We need to learn to be able to filter out those, those situations in which we're, what are we doing to try to avoid feeling this and allow ourselves to feel that. Now, not to say that any of those things are wrong. I mean, 
I would, I would say that, that hard drugs are probably something we should avoid. <laughs> um, you know, but, but things in moderation, alcohol, uh, mod, you know, video games, um, being on our phone or, you know, stuff like that to, to kind of get our mind off of things is, is okay. It's okay to do that. But when we're using it consistently as a fallback to avoid feeling and to avoid having to kind of go through that specific trial, that specific, um, that specific event, um, or that specific emotional roller coaster. Um, we need we need to we need to try to do better at that, and we need to try to allow ourselves to feel that. Because I think when we go through those things, um, we come out on the other end stronger and better. Now. All of these things being said, it's a lot easier said than done because right now I'm in a place that I just am, I'm in the shit right now and it's deep and it's stinky and it feels like it's just never ending. So I will commit to you that I'm going to allow myself to feel that I'm going to allow myself to not back away from this. Um, I'm not going to try to skirt it or avoid it. I'm going to allow myself to feel that. Um, because I think that it's in these moments that, that we, that we grow. Um, so I'll commit that. But those of you that are listening, the next time you have a, a situation like this, um, I challenge you instead of doing something to avoid feeling it. Um, I challenge you guys to to feel it. Allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to sit with it. And just feel all of it. Um, some things may take, you know, a couple hours. Maybe even a couple minutes. And some things may take days, weeks, or even months. But in those ones that are longer, um, let's just take it a day at a time. My dear friends, my dear brother... Um, those who have been through through hell and back have shown me that sometimes you just gotta keep moving and kind of makes me laugh to to think about it sometimes because I imagine myself kind of in like these slippers you know in a in a, a hospital gown with you know, the back open, my ass hanging out and literally shuffling one step at a time. Um, and right now that's what it is right now. That's where I'm at, but I will commit that I'll keep moving because that's all we can do. <laughs> Anyways, sorry for getting emotional, but um, just what the what the moment is right now. <laughs> so, um, just a lot of raw, open emotion, and um, just some needing to express that. Um, but I have hope in brighter days, and I have hope in in attaining attaining some some semblance of peace at the end of all this because that's 
you know, that's our goal is to be full of peace and be happy, whatever that looks like. And that looks like uh, that looks different to every single person. There is not a cure all end all for that. And if religion is where you find that, then more power to you. If religion is not where you find that, then find it somewhere else. You don't have to stay, but find it somewhere else. Um, because we deserve that. We all deserve that. We as human beings, we deserve that. So thanks for listening. And we will see you guys next time. I was made for loving you. Even though we may be hopeless, hearts just passing through. Every bone screaming, I don't know what we should do.